Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, thanks for listening to the Best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I renounce my Swifty love until Monday the 12th of February. I don't want to hear her name. I don't want to hear about their love story. I don't want to know if she said, I love you, to Travis on the field. You don't want to picture them standing, kissing together under uh, streams of confetti? That ended the other day, Spot. Oh. We can just call her that one blonde chick until after the game. Yeah, that blonde chick that's with Kelsey? Yeah, the one with the red lips? Yeah. The one with the red, yeah. That one. She got good music. I like her. She better stay up in that booth. You know when I like her again? Monday, February 12th. You know, I thought I actually saw a really cool thing during the break. And, um, you know, everyone kind of hates Taylor Swift in the NFL scene. But she made a lot of money for the NFL this year. $331.5 million. Did you see how they labeled some of the flights from Kansas City? Like, flight... 87 or 1989. <laughs> like, cute. give me a break. Um, you know what? I've, I've, I've gone from lover to hater just because of the Super Bowl matchup. Between TV, highlights, social media, print, and digital, that's how much was generated since September from Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. $331.5 million. Isn't that insane? I sent that flight email to my wife. This, uh, just because she's all into it, she's all in. She's probably yeah. I don't, well. Her friend bought a T-shirt. I don't know if that includes Taylor's the, you know, boyfriend. The, the money that she is. Yes. Now yes. there's shirts that people go. Yes. Ta- go Taylor's boyfriend. Now I, I got to ask this: as far as things that made you go, hmm, championship weekend in the NFL, as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com studio. Let me ask. I know I'm not naive. The majority of the country was rooting against my 49ers. I've seen the memes like, who are you rooting for? And it's all blue, and it's like California, red. I get it. Would you say that because of the Taylor Swift effect and because of they've been to so many, they've won three, well, they, they, they will win three if they win in two weeks. They're on the verge of winning another. Are my Niners getting the love here? No. You think the no. I think the, the updated one I saw is... California is red for 49ers. Kansas City is red for the Chiefs. And the rest of the country is gray. And it says, yes. can both lose? Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I, think, I, <laughs> I mean, don't think anyone else cares. I'm just saying, I feel like there might be a lot we'll of just, go Taylor's boyfriend, nope. girl fans. But I think for the most part, most grown men and women that are sports fans are probably thinking, we don't need Mahomes winning another, unless you root for greatness, and I get that, but maybe you guys got my back a little bit this time. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you root for greatness. It is an interesting point, because I don't think a lot changes in the landscape of the NFL. It adds another chapter to Mahomes' greatness, but if the 49ers win, it's not like... Like when the 49ers had their four, there was a race to five. Yeah. Right? Like that's what it was. That was, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, for the Niners, it's, you know, it's it's been a while. But now you're like, okay, now it's to you know to seven. 
to 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 be able to get that seventh, and you're not. And so for them, it doesn't necessarily change in history. And there's no underdog. I do feel that while we have two teams that we know all the players, it is a little bit of a blah sort yeah, of because there's Super Bowl. no there's no underdog. There's no wow that would be great because it's a yeah. team that's been dominating. And then when you think of the Niners, as much as I love to point out, you know, guys, my team hasn't won since I've been a teenager. No one cares because you say Niners and they think, oh, dummy, when you were a kid, you had Montana, Young, Rice. Don't. No one wants to hear a sad Niners fan because you'll always go back to, you guys dominated when, when we were kids. <laughs> so I'm not getting sympathy. I get it. But I think if you were going to get sympathy – I think there are people that are like, you know, Kyle Shanahan, Purdy's a great story. You know, Christian McCaffrey, that guy deserves to win. If Purdy won, he would be the second youngest to win by two months ahead of Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes was 24 years old and four months. Purdy would be 24 years old in two months, I believe. Man, and, you know, there's so many layers to this. And let, let's go to your phone calls, and we'll get an update with Dan. He's also the third youngest to start, I, QB to start. Was that, that uh, so. Roethlisberger? Is he in that conversation? Roethlisberger, or, yeah. yeah. I do know there is there is one person that you can feel sorry for, and that is Danny G as a Raiders fan. <laughs> Did you have picked two worst teams to play in your stadium for a Super Bowl? My, do you mean the, the team that you were rivals across the bay from in Oakland? And the team in your division you hate the most? <laughs> the, the only thing I can compare it to, Dan, no joke. I'm a Mets fan, right? My baseball team, the Mets. My dad was a big Niners fan, if you want to know how I became a Niners fan. My dad loved Montana and Notre Dame. and So I was raised a Niners fan. But as a Mets fan, when the Yankees played the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series, I remember thinking, I don't know what's worse. So, Danny, I feel you. That is what a Mets fan felt when the Phillies yeah. played the Yankees in the World Series. It was. It, it's too bad that Al Davis's eternal flame is not real fire anymore, because <laughs> then there could be some sort of. I don't want anyone to die, but there could be some sort of delay. Fire. Yeah, a delay uh, like the last time you were in the big game. Oh, that being goodness. said, red is a nice complimentary color to black. No, that is so the worst. The but it's the worst color scheme ever. Buyers into the color scheme of the uh, Super Bowl yes. end zones. Yeah. This is way too much red. Dude, it was Absolutely. ugly. I tell you, last black time black cancels it out. Though last it's a time nice they uh, they played four years ago, we're gonna have the same ugly yellow red zone end zone. The other one red and a lot of yellow and red. I, would, I mean, if you're a Hulkamaniac, you like this Super Bowl. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're a fan of McDonald's, you know. <laughs> right up your alley. I wish they would What put, you going to do? They should have the Hulkster come out and be like, hey, brothers. I wish they would make the 49ers end zone gold. Yes. You know, but they put the gold out. helmet in there, so you can't do that. You have to make it red, and the Chiefs have been yellow all the way back to Super Bowl One. So yeah. you really can't mess with that. I'm excited to, you know, I'm lucky enough one of my friends has secured a ticket. I'm excited to see your stadium, Danny G. I've heard only amazing things about Allegiant, right? I mean, dude, so well designed, built. The architecture is insane. Someone told the me history, bad, seat, bad seats aren't even that no, bad. No, the way they designed it, every single seat in there is a great view. The best food in the NFL, people have said. It's just an amazing stadium. All right, let's go to your feedback, your observations from championship weekend. And there are some interesting quotes I want to play. Some players are chirping after the game. But let's go to John in Montana. John, you're on with CNR. John. John, boy. All right, let's go to Kevin in Culver City. What's up, Kev? What's up, fellas? Hey, buddy. Hey, there's a saying called, a, a fool never changes his mind, a wise man always does. And Dan Campbell lost that game for the Detroit Lions and cost him the Super Bowl because he was too stubborn to take the three points. He left all those field goals, all those points on the field, like Bill Parcell says. A great coach can never win you a game, but a coach can always lose you a game. Tony Dungy says, take the points. you got to take the points. And he let the 49ers back in the game, and he cost the Lions the Super Bowl. So, hey, we got the 49ers and Chiefs. The rivalry is back, and it's great for football. But it's all about Dan Campbell, who wanted to be a macho man instead of trying to get his team Oh, yeah, macho man. Yeah, uh, he was being a little bit of a macho man, and I like what you said, much like uh, Mike who runs this place. Who? Live by the sword, die by the sword. You're saying, you know, a dumb man never changes his mind or whatever your <laughs> saying was. Whatever it was, it made sense, though, because Dan Campbell was going to win that game or lose it on that. You know, he. I think he likes – I mean, listen, I'm not Dan Campbell. I don't know what's going on in his head, but I think he sort of likes the idea of being – that ballsy coach. 
They say there are no stupid questions, but let me challenge that. Um, <laughs> I know that I know going forward on the fourth down was was a little bit risky, but was the execution pretty good? Even though they didn't make it, you know, no. Was was from, it a, like, from a football perspective, you could say that first one was it was a drop pass, but it wasn't even the play calling wasn't even fantastic. I thought, yeah. Go ahead. You know, you're not going to Josh Reynolds as your number one option. However, Josh Reynolds is paid to catch footballs on the Man. first fourth down. They don't get. I, I will say this, and it's not that Dan Campbell was perfect, and I don't agree with all of his decisions. Him taking the heat does not have us talk about Jameer Gibbs's fumble that you mentioned. Yeah, does not. I mean, we we know about the Josh Reynolds drop, and there were multiple drops. We aren't talking as much about the failure to down the punt at the one yard line. Like the like the like, I was big, yeah. Yes. Foot, foot in the end zone could have could have pinned the Niners ninety nine yards away. I think Dan Campbell is fine taking the heat for all of this because I think there are a lot of Lions players that also could take heat for some of the mistakes that they made. You know, it's that that you know we heard from Kittle before about momentum, but that fumble by Gibbs was a that was you know when you when you're coming from behind and you score. And then on the first play from scrimmage, the other team fumbles, and all of a sudden you got the ball back, and you're right there, like you know, you know, knocking on the ends, knocking on the red zone. That's that was that game went from oh Niners are down by a couple touchdowns to tied what felt like in a minute. Yeah, like what the hell? And at that point, I'm like, well, I Dan, you were asking how I felt as a Niners fan during that game. The whole game, I was like, maybe we could be close. And I kept thinking by the fourth quarter, with like six or eight minutes left, that they somehow could tie the game with four minutes left. There was four minutes left in the third quarter and they tied the game. I, 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 I remember being like, what is going on here? It's funny because a couple of weeks ago, I went back and watched the Oilers come or the Bills come back against the Oilers. Yes. People will always talk about the comeback that the Bills had. What people don't realize was that it was basically gone in like a quarter. And yeah. The, the, the Oilers scored in the third quarter, first of all, but the Bills had it erased by midway through the fourth quarter that the Oilers had to go and kick a field goal themselves just to force it to overtime, and that's what yesterday was like. Yeah, it, it was... <laughs> if you're a defensive lineman and you yeah. just came off the field after watching the Niners score, and you're in your huddle, and now you got to grab your helmet and go back on the field uh-huh. because your offense just fumbled on the immediate possession, that's demoralizing. Well... Dan, while we got you, let's get an update. We'll talk more Niners. We still have to talk a little bit more. Obviously, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. What does it say about Lamar? You, you know, you're likely the MVP, and you fell short again. A reflection of him or the team around them? We'll get to that. So the Lions and Niners played a classic yesterday, the NFC Championship game. Fox's numbers show that 56.6 million viewers watched yesterday's NFC title wow. game. That's the highest number in 12 years. It's up 19% from last year and actually up 7% from last year's AFC Championship game between the Chiefs and Bengals. The reason that's important, that was in the same window. Remember, they alternate each yeah. Year so a 79 share in Detroit, 78 share in San Francisco for the TV ratings. The fourth highest non Super Bowl broadcast uh, yesterday's NFC Championship game. Wow, Uh, yes, 56.6 million viewers was the average. Now, the Niners are gonna have to take on those Chiefs, and the Bleacher Report says Chiefs defensive lineman Charles Amenahu tore his ACL in yesterday's win against the Ravens. Amenahu had a sack, fumble, uh, strip sack fumble of Lamar Jackson in that game yesterday prior to suffering the injury. He Likely out for Super Bowl 58. Chiefs, though, you've yet to confirm the injury. Seahawks will speak with Mike McDonald tomorrow and tonight with Ben Johnson about their vacancy. Both McDonald and Johnson also expected to speak with the commanders, as are Aaron Glenn. Anthony Weaver and Dan Quinn. Ron Rivera, the former commander's coach, interviewed with the Rams for their defensive coordinating position. Sixers sitter Joel Embiid out tonight against Portland. Ben Simmons back for the Nets as they take on the Jazz. Pacers guard Tyrese Halliburton could return as soon as Thursday from his hamstring injury, according to ESPN. And the NBA, Doc Lakers guard D'Angelo Russell, 15 grand for kicking the ball into the stands following that double overtime win at Golden State this past weekend. Guys, back to you. Yeah, Dan Byer, do you have an update? Did Giannis cash in his free uh, <laughs> his free wings yet or no? Did you guys see that viral yes. clip? Where Giannis, I, I guess the promotion was if someone misses a free throw, everyone gets free wings. And there's a clip of Giannis grabbing a phone from one of the Bucks employees and he's taking a picture of the QR code. 
And I like that. I like that. He no one's better than free wings, Dan Meyer. No, no one true. is too good yes. to get free Agreed. wings. Agreed. Are we are we gonna get that? Can we get that if Brock does it, Dan Byer, Do you think if if Brock has a game where he puts up two fifty to three hundred yards, couple tutties, if the Niners beat the Chiefs, that it'll be like okay, we get it now? Or the Brock haters always gonna hate? Because as Taylor Swift would say, haters gonna hate. hate always, hate. Go- they're always gonna hate. Yeah. I agree with Spot. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It is not going to but change. Does it matter? No, right? He'll have he'll have a Super Bowl ring. He'll be the Guy that led them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they're the haters will say, well, then you need to win multiple Super Bowls right. if you're that good. I think what's annoying about this, though, in particular, is that we should be rooting him on because he was the last draft. Yeah, I, don't, right. I don't get the narrative. Maybe it's because people don't like the Niners and I'm delusional. And yes. every, and Agreed. Like, again, we're, they're stuck with this reputation as, oh, they won a bunch. They won a bunch when we were wearing diapers and, uh, you know, when we had snack packs in our lunchbox. The, the phrase we hear so much, the uh, born on third base sort of thing. Like people want to, they don't want to give any sort of credence to seventh round pick or where he was drafted or the 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 hierarchy came through they just will say he's got Kittle he's got Christian McCaffrey he's got Trent Williams and so it's why, being it's, born it's, on third base and saying you hit a triple is the phrase yeah. and I think people feel that way with Brock Purdy that he was put into this magnificent yeah. situation you know like uh you know the movie rookie of the year of course. Remember, you know how Henry Rowan Gardner, when at the end That's of- the Cubs one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. Remember, he has like that thing with his arm, but he like loses, he falls on it and loses it, but still is able to win the game because everyone else helps him get the, th- the three outs. Yeah. In, the, in that championship. <laughs> That's your analogy? <laughs> this is my analogy. But I feel like at the end, he still jumps up and has that ring on his finger. Yeah. So what does it matter? Yeah. But you know, I, I how think, he gets there. As a 49ers fan, I just think it's odd that Trey Lance didn't work out. And you can make fun of the Niners like, dude, you whiffed on Trey Lance and Jimmy G was just a handsome, nice guy that couldn't get the job done. The 49ers Purdy storyline should be one that we root for. I get it. If you hate the Niners and you're against me, I, but there's a part of me that's like, why are more people not gravitating towards what a great story? Because of their dislike of the 49ers. Yeah, I guess so. And and the, the constant success of that organization throughout uh, how many of years? Well, give, give me one. Give me one in two weeks, and then uh, you. I can promise you, if we don't win one again for another so many years, I don't care. I just I want one adult championship. I think every sports fan, NBA, football, baseball, don't you want one adult championship? Danny G, you got the Lakers and Dodgers. You're fine. Oh, you like dream, the Raiders? Oh, yeah. The dream is the Raiders yeah. winning one. Uh, yeah, I was a little kid last time they won like a Super DB, Bowl. you got a Seahawks. I mean, you, you almost had two. Yeah. That, that might have <laughs> hurt even more, though, right? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's been a minute. I'm, I'm 44, right? They won when I was 15. That's like, I was wearing a starter jacket and it had pimples. I never had one as a kid. Never had a title. Not one. Until yeah, so it was the other way around for you. Yes. Well... I think uh, your observations are welcome. Let's go. We'll start with Steve in Boise. You're on with Kavino and Rich. What's up, man? Oh, hey, guys. First off, I have such a bro crush on Danny G. Born at uh, Merritt Hospital, Boise, Idaho, or, uh, Oakland, California. Screw the Niners all the way. <laughs> yeah. East Bay all the way. And also, I just want to say, uh, in regards, you guys were talking about Bugs Bunny a couple Fridays ago. Yeah. So I go on a date to a trivia trivia night with this gal, and literally one of the questions is, where should Bugs Bunny have taken a left? I stand up and I scream, Albuquerque. There you go. Nice. There you go. And by the way, did you learn? What you learned on that show, even though even though you said you hate the Niners, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be nice. You seem like a nice guy. But Steve, uh, the other fun fact you could always drop about Bugs Bunny, Dave Chappelle's biggest inspiration. If you look at Dave Chappelle's comedic style and his cadence, he admits he was inspired as a kid by, eh, what's up, Doc? Like, very Dave Chappelle. Like Chappelle's vibe is Bugs Bunny. Yeah, a lot of his mannerisms. Uh, John in Iowa, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for taking my call. No problem, man. What's up? I got a quick question. Yeah. Every talk show I've watched this morning from Dan Patrick to Get Up, they're talking about this pass from Brock Purdy to Brandon Ayuk, right? Yeah. You know, so if if I'm a quarterback and Tyreek Hill is going down the middle one-on-one, has one-on-one on on him, or if Rice is going one-on-one, should the QB toss that thing up to him running down the middle? It looks like when you get that one-on-one coverage down the middle, there's such a chance that I I feel like if it's single coverage – don't you feel like the, your odds are in your favor of a pass interference, a guy catching it, or an incomplete pass? A lot of those are not picked, in my opinion. I, I think they got lucky that he caught it, but I've, either way, it was a pass interference. So 
they would have got that play anyway. Nate, um, what's going on in Pennsylvania, Nate? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up, buddy? Um, good. Um, so I was calling in. I haven't heard you guys talk about it today, but it's been a topic of conversation on talk shows lately as to why Bill Belichick isn't getting job offers. Um, and everybody's pointing to the fact that he only has two or three maybe good years that he's willing to, to give you guys any given team. But if we look at, at the NFL, it's what are we doing for you today? So we're replacing coaches after a year or two anyway, bad coaches. Why wouldn't you give a good coach, a known entity, a job for two or three years instead of somebody who we don't know? Yeah, you know, it's a good point. I, I just think Belichick, I mean, I could be 100% wrong, but my vibe is that Belichick comes with – Wanting a lot of power, decision making, right. all the things that you know, some teams may be like, we want to go, on. we want to go with a younger guy, different direction. Like Bill Belichick may come with, I make decisions on draft picks, yeah. personnel, who my coordinators are, who's there, and and a team might say, you know, yeah, yeah. we like our front office, yeah, yeah. we like our, we like right. what we got. We all right, we got more we control. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick com slash promos. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kavino's rubbing his belly on a beach somewhere in Mexico for a couple days. He'll be back midweek as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com studio. He's got that tire on his belly. Oh, no. um, That's a taco. Do you think on vacation, Kavino's eating and drinking everything he wants? Because Danny G, you've seen Kavino be the guy that's like, I can't, bro. Too many wings. <laughs> yeah. too many. Uh, no, one slice of pizza is enough for me. Do you think he's going nuts on vacation? Uh, no, because even when he's kind of letting his hair down, he eats the pizza but leaves the crust. Yeah, who does that? I would say if we were not going to Vegas next week and we're going to be in a bunch of, in front of a bunch of people, that he would let loose. But because we are, he's going to yeah. control himself. Yo, bro, too much food. Anyway. Got to look good. I thought he took three days off just to shop because he made such a big deal about his outfits <laughs> last oh, week. I gotta, it's a good time to refresh my watch. Oh, i got to go to uh, Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will say, though, Dan, I'll back Camino up. You know, you become a middle-aged guy. You're not shopping the way you were in your 20s, but – Kavino and I agree. Early January, we always do freshen up the wardrobe because you're you're at a week of events at the sure. Super Bowl, and that's when you realize very quickly if you had to go out five nights in a row to dinners and parties, Oof. how you do need to up your wardrobe. Get a new pair of Jordans, get a couple new jackets, get a fresh pair of jeans. Like you, it is a good time, and I think every guy, no matter what you do for a living. Once a year, you should refresh the wardrobe. You don't want to be the guy that has 15, 20-year-old jeans. Yeah, and your underwear, guys. Don't forget to refresh your underwear. Well, that's what Christmas is for. Just because no one sees them doesn't mean they don't need to be clean. Lorena. We wait all year for Christmas to get that package of underwear (laughs) as our gift. Lorena, do you think a guy should wait until the elastic goes out on his boxer briefs, or should he refresh them before that? I don't know. I really (laughs) like it when the split between the seam comes. Yo, when my junk 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 hangs out of my underwear... There's a hole in my underwear. I'm like, God, maybe this is not doing anything. I'm wearing a waistband. You're what? It doesn't hang out. <laughs> Stop it. Let's be honest. All right. Well, hey, we're going to talk. Who wears underwear? I, well, that's underwear. The there you go. Yeah. 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 Now we're talking. Damn buyer just left. Amateurs. Come on. Um, hey, also, don't forget, every day after the show, Danny G does a hell of a job putting together the best of podcast. He puts up the hours. All you got to do is follow, rate, and review the podcast, and you could win a Cavino and Rich Swiggy, a stainless steel water bottle and Lorena is it not all the rage around the office I think everyone oh my gosh I love my swiggy and I even stole someone else's whoa I'm not Who? gonna say whose she's double fisted <laughs> oh man I, I like that, that's a violation Christmas gift I like that's it that's a violation well call HR any thoughts the things that made you go hmm championship weekend of the NFL you know what made me go hmm it's a lot of Brock Purdy, and again, I just don't want to reiterate everything, even though I feel like I've said it before. Everyone else, sports radio and TV, dude, what else does he need to do? I'm sort of over it, because in my mind, it's like, yo, let the haters hate him. You know who loves Brock Purdy? The fans and his teammates. And, you know, let me just pull a random one from Fred Warner. Take a listen to what Fred said after the game. Heck of a game manager. Wow. Manage the heck out of that game, boy. <laughs> he the reason we're going to have a chance to win us a ring. I love him. Yeah, yeah, heck of a game manager. Like, the, the teammates that support and believe in this guy are now, like, rolling with the joke even more so. Like, yeah, hell of a game manager. He did stuff yesterday in the second half that wasn't just managing the game. You know, when people compare the 49ers team that has struggled the last couple of weeks but found ways to win, when you compare that team – to the two teams that played four years ago down in Miami, right before COVID. I feel like that was one of the last things before the world went to crap for a while. Spot, do you remember that? We went to the Super Bowl Miami, and two months later, the world was like, yep, actually not even, a month later. Mm-hmm. Febu- early February 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're down in Miami, <laughs> South Beach. A month no one later. was wearing masks, right? Not no, yet. no. I, you, thing. I think it was like <laughs> Not a, new, a chance. There was like a news alert that was like, in uh, China, there's something it, going yeah, on. Yeah, it was in the newspapers. I'll never forget sitting at our Fox Sports Radio set, and this gentleman came up to Clay Travis and I, and he set down two packages of masks. 
and he said, hey, this coronavirus, is a, it's a real thing. Like, make sure you wear this uh, a mask on your way home. And Clay left his package on the table. I took both, and I was the only one on that plane ride home wearing it. I kind of felt silly, but it turned out that, you know, obviously the guy was right. I mean, South Beach was so grimy. When you say coronavirus, I can't be the only one that thinks only of Cardi B. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> that was so viral. Didn't they make I mean, like a whole beat out of that? That was funny. I, that's yeah. all I think about when you say that. But, yeah, to think four years ago, my point was not to say how terrible coronavirus was and uh, – like sidetracked so many yeah, of our lives. Yeah, thanks great memories. Sidetracked yeah. so many of our lives. Hey, I'll see you guys back here in two weeks at work. Triggered. Years later. But very few players remain on those two teams. Like, you're thinking, rematch. But with roster turnover these days, you could argue. Now, again, Vegas has it as Niners by one, one and a half. So there's really no favorite in this game. Mahomes, obviously... Travis Kelsey, the, the faces of the Kansas City Chiefs. But besides that, 49ers are a completely different team. McCaffrey, Purdy, Ayuk. Debo wasn't even that big of an impact player back then. Remember, who did Jimmy Garoppolo miss over the middle? Sanders, right? Like, we're talking yeah. about a completely different team. Same coaches, but if you're going to try to make comparisons to four years ago, I think you're looking at... I think it's a waste to even look at those two teams. That's a Tyree Kill team. That there's a it's a different roster. Yeah, yeah. Sammy Watkins is Sammy on the Watkins. Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, uh, Damian Williams was the star running back at the time. I mean, they're even different. No, Tyreek Hill, obviously, at his big play on the uh, the third down to kind of keep the Chiefs' hope alive. Yeah, completely. Two completely different teams. Not, I would not, say Chiefs almost play like the Niners, like, like having role reversal and what they can do yeah. on offense a bit. You know, Dan Byer. What's interesting is that. Not to be all over the place, but it makes me think of when you watch that Tom Brady documentary. I don't know if you did the uh, Man in the Arena. Yeah, I did not. It was fantastic. Whether you love him or hate him, one thing you forget, because we're just such sports fans that, you know, you watch every year, you watch every year, you forget such turnover happens every year for a team. So when you look at those early Brady teams that won Super Bowls against Jake DeLome in Carolina and when they beat the Rams, like the early on Patriots – it really is Brady and Belichick and maybe a handful of guys that were on a few teams that remain towards the end. Different teams. Yes. So yes. that's why that dynasty is even more impressive at times because you're like, wait, was that the Edelman years? Was that, oh, wait, was that the Wes Welker years? Was that, oh, Aaron Hernandez, and then it was Gronk, and Ben, both of them. Like, that's a t- Randy Moss, that's a team that changed over so much. Can I, can I give you a, a, a thing that makes you go, hmm, hmm that I, I don't it. think anybody's talking about today? How about the redemption of Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Dude, the, for, yeah. for the Kansas City Chiefs in that game for I mean there were there were two there were two images, two players that we have pinned on the Kansas City Chiefs for their problems this year and it was Kadarius Tony with the offsides call against the Buffalo Bills and it had been the drops of Marquez Valdez-Scantling and to have MVS make the play on a third down to seal the game for the Chiefs in Baltimore on a play where the ball wasn't exactly where it needed to be and to make that sort of catch, yeah. like tip of the cap to, you know, to MVS on DB, that. Dan Byer, great point because I did, I did notice it and you're right, I haven't heard anyone say it, but when he was the guy that made that catch that sealed the game, I'm like a nice little redemption. That guy got dragged. Absolutely. He got dragged when he missed that open earlier in the season, which all means nothing now. They're going to the Super Bowl, but the whole Kansas City's got no receivers. That mm-hmm. narrative changed too, because Rice seemed to have emerged as quite a target yep. for Mahomes. So it was one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people fell off their bandwagon and had them losing in the playoffs. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey's played the best two games that he has really all season in these two playoff games. Like and he, I thought and he was like, sort of written off too. Yeah, absolutely. And we always just think that he was there, but if you really look, he only had two hundred yard games this year, only had five touchdowns. Uh, ended up not breaking a thousand yards and a very happy relationship. Yeah, he just got, yes. a little, he got a little distracted at first. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, just that a bit. new love. You and know. By the way, spot spot just hit me up with uh, Apple TV. 
if you want to watch another Tom Brady Patriots documentary, mm. The Dynasty is set to come out February 16th. The Dynasty, all about the Patriots. So you can love, watch that, or hate watch that. Because sometimes you can hate watch something. I'm sure, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, Rich, you just said the L word. That was on the... Uh, love? That was on the docket for today's show. Did you see people are trying... Lip readers? Who is John Boy on this case? I love that guy. <laughs> is John Boy... Does he have a football guy that does uh, football lip reading? Because they're saying, did Taylor Swift mouth, I love you. To Travis Kelsey, well, I do have one theory about her. You know me. I'm the guy that defends Taylor Swift. I'm the guy that I'm the guy that says, why are we hating it? it? It makes it more fun. She's a pop star that your kids love, and now she's with Kelsey. It's a fun story. But I'm renouncing my Swifty love until nine, my Niners. It's you know, $9 for today. I know, $9. Um, but I think... Then I think the Niners beating the Chiefs would be good content for Taylor because then there could be a love song that about blonde girl. There could be I'm sorry, the blonde girl. There could be a love song, Lorena, about like consoling your man when he's down and out. And that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping this inspires like mm. some type of you know, you need a little heartache for Travis so that she could write about it. See? Yeah, I'm I guess thinking. that makes sense for sure. Life ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Either that, Rich, or she uh performs their victory anthem. Dude, that would make me vomit. And I like Taylor. So imagine that they win and she plays the parade or something. Oh, Anyway, uh, let's shift to the other game for a second. But let's say hi to John in Montana. John, you're on. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go back till last week for uh, a little bit for the things to make you go, hmm, was uh, we were talking about your buddy texting you about go Lions. And, like, halfway through the game, I'm like, Man, I hope he's not right. I'm rooting for the 49ers here, and I'm happy the 49ers pulled him out. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a good game. But the biggest thing was for the Mixon to go hmm was the fact that Dan Campbell didn't want to go for it on fourth down. I understand he's he's you know dying on the sword. Thing is, it is what it is. He he he's stuck with it. Didn't work out for him. Happy the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. I'm hoping they win. Me too, man. Thank you, John. You know. The more the more I think about the games yesterday, and people say like, "Who do you rather?" First of all, the the whole conspiracy gone of the color schemes. Right when the Ravens lost, oh. I was like, I was like, "Oh, the logo, the logo conspiracy." Oh man, I think that's what bugged me the most is there was so many conspiracies. They thought it would be a conspiracy if it was the. 49ers and the whoever they Ravens. were. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, and then, you know them. Yeah, them. Yeah, and then they lost, and everyone's like, oh, still a conspiracy. Oh, no, it's the Mahomes. It's, it's the Taylor Swift, Mahomes, Kelsey conspiracy. Like, stop it. Well, no, because uh, Taylor Swift wears a lot of purple. So they're so saying they're, yeah, they're it's they're yeah, 49ers. Taylor Swift is the Super Bowl. That's what mm. it is. Well, <laughs> hey, we got two weeks to analyze every angle of this damn matchup. But, you know, when you when you look at what we saw yesterday – if the 49ers could start a game, I've never seen – and, you know, this is uncharacteristic of Kyle Shanahan. If you watch, you know, if you're a big football fan week to week, his reputation going back to Atlanta as a coordinator was what? Start strong and putter to the finish line. Like, it was it was always like come out swinging and then hang on for dear life and hope you win. The last two weeks, uncharacteristic – have you ever seen Kyle Shanahan's playbook go so sideways in the first half? This like I no, um, it's, it's weird, right? Yeah, maybe even during, maybe during that three game stretch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That for some reason they get in these funks that just aren't taken care of in a in a week's time. When they when they lost to the when they lost to the Vikings, they lost to the Bengals and. Who are the Browns? It was right, the Browns yeah. game. Yeah, that's right. NFC North, not uh, not, not fun it was, times. It was it, when you saw AFC that like, North, stretch of of those games. Like every time, I was thinking that they're going to break out, which made this game difficult to handicap yesterday yeah. because. I didn't know if the 49ers would come out of their funk, but I'm like, well, have the Lions been really playing their best football? And then for a half, and I thought like the caller, I thought people were probably texting you at the half. Oh, dude, of course they know. were. I I had, and this is not it's not like a number. I'm like, oh, look at all my friends or haters. At one point, I had 218 text messages that were unread, and I'm like, these are either people being like, sorry, Rich, or ha ha, go Lions. And I'm like, I don't want to read it. I, I was like, I'm not answering a message. And then when I look back. There were a lot of people that were like, ha ha, better look next time. Yeah. I don't understand people who do that at halftime of games. I don't get that. The game's <laughs> not over. You're just setting yourself up to look like a stooge. <laughs> there were several people on my timeline on CJ social media. Gar you mean CJ Gardner-Johnson waving, <laughs> waving, to, the waving no. to the crowd? 
there was uh, in particular buyer there was a cowboys fan on my facebook who talks a lot of junk and he listed all the niners fans that he's friends with and he told him so long guys you'll be sitting on the couch watching the super bowl every comment underneath said dude the game's not over yet it's halftime it's not over sure enough Game's over. This dude's feeling like a dummy. You do not post stuff until games are over. And even then, you look like a turd when you do it after a game is over. Yo, Chase, uh, well, not Chase, uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson waving goodbye to the Niners fans in the second quarter. That that little video has been clipped, and Debo Samuel reposted it with, someone go check on little bra with a laughing emoji. He's waving, and it was it was 20 to 7. Right? 20 to 7. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. even the 24 that even kicked the extra yeah, point. No, and like, 20 to 7, like second quarter. If anything, the, like you asked me in the first hour, Dan, was as a Niners fan and you know anyone rooting for their team when they're down, are you trying to rationalize? What are you thinking? I, the fact that it was so early was the only thing that made me feel okay. Like there's a lot of time. Like it was, they had 27 points halfway through the second quarter. Get the ball first, start the second half. That is in your favor as yes. well. I think that, that helps. So here we are. Two weeks out, two weeks of stress and anxiety. If you're if your team's in the mix, and if you're a, a big fan of music as well, like we all are, we all know that Usher doing the Super Bowl halftime show, Reba doing the anthem, Post Malone singing "America the Beautiful," and we said it last week. And Danny, I'm in, I'm interested to see this because I'll be in the stadium. Tiesto, we, we said yeah. this the other day, is going to be. DJing every TV timeout like a party in the stadium. It's another really cool thing about Allegiant. They built a specific stage that outlooks the entire stadium for performances at every halftime. So one week they'll have two short, the next week Ice Cube and so on. And different DJs, especially from the Vegas scene, will stand up there with their DJ equipment and the Raiderettes dance while the DJ gets down. Damn. DJ. That sounds so cool. I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering if it's a dangerous concoction of being in Vegas the week of this game, like if between between the gambling, the eating, the strip clubs, like like God, a, a week in Vegas, so bad spot, a week in Las Vegas. Danny, we should buy a leash on Amazon for Rich. I'm hanging out like, in Henderson just so I can get a, a can reservation. Guys, I'm, I'm just saying, you right? know, can you guys do me a favor? You ever see like those parents at amusement park that have the wrist leash for their kids? I, Danny, no, do you I'm, a cool, I've, I've, we may need would, a shock Would you be okay if uh, a, Danny, a I just producer to host? Yeah, can you get yeah. a, a little wristband for you and I that we're connected for the week? Thank you. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, 
you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. This is going to be a battle. There was a, Danny G, when those te- when that game was 7-7, didn't you think we're, we were looking at like an all-time like battle of, oh, this yeah. game's going to be 42-38 to 38 or something. And it makes you wonder, when you look at who are the teams in the NFL that have given up the least points this season. Number one, the Ravens, 280 out of it. Numbers two and three, the Chiefs and the 49ers. Both have given up less than 300 points this year. So I don't know if that means defensive battle. For all we know, it could be 35-28. I think that the Chiefs do this better than anybody in the NFL is they can control the clock because Mahomes is so good. Yeah. We think of controlling the clock with just the running game, but when they get when they just need three yards, he can get you three, four yards on every single play. No doubt. And it's why they keep the clock moving. And yesterday, I thought it was to their advantage, and obviously it played out, was to keep Lamar Jackson off the field. So it was when when Baltimore there was ended- a time there was a time in that game. I think I looked at it, it was like twenty four minutes to ten minutes, something ridiculous as far as time they had the ball. I think the first forty minutes it was twenty nine to nine, basically thirty eight yeah, minutes. Like that, yeah. yeah, and when Baltimore got, they received the opening kickoff. Kansas City deferred to the second half. When the Ravens went three and out, and by the way, the first care the first play of the game was a run. By Baltimore uh, from Justice Hill. After that, the running backs got a total of five carries the rest of the game. So can Todd Monk and all, you know, you're just wondering what you're doing. But the point is, they go three and out. So now Kansas City has kind of broken serve. You know they're going to get the football at the start of the yep. second half, and then they go down and score right away. Like I just felt like the Ravens were behind it from the beginning, even though I, they pulled I felt even. like even though even though they pulled even, even though they were inches away from Zay Flowers making it a field goal game. I never felt like the Ravens were in that game. Yep, me either. There was never a sense of like, oh, this. it felt like, if anything, Kansas City would just have to hold them off a bit. Like, I think Kansas City kind of, even though they only had the 10-point lead, was fine with it. I, that's why I yep. don't think that they did a lot in the second half. There wasn't – they knew that, all right, just take time off the clock, have decent possessions, don't make any mistakes – don't turn the ball over. Mahomes was sacked twice in the second half. It honestly doesn't make a lot of sense, Man. you know. But you're not throwing the ball up for anything or throwing it away. You're just taking a sack and letting the clock run. I think that they were very, very deliberate in how things played out. And yeah, they did benefit, and because it was such a close game, but it just never felt as close as it was. I just felt like Kansas City was in control, even when they kept on punting in the second half. Yeah, and and you know what, Dan, you made a great point, which is. Sometimes when you watch a game, when you just look at the score versus watch the game, and this happens a lot when we're on watching red zone during the year, which is why I'm not a big red zone guy because I feel like as much as as much as it's great on TV or radio, I know you do you, Dan's involved in that stuff. When when you're going game to game to game to game, I sometimes have a hard time getting a feel for the game. And if you just watched the if you just looked at the yes. box score of yesterday's game, I don't think you would have got the feel for that game because that game to me was Totally in control of Kansas City, you're right, from the jump. Also, sometimes, Richard, you get a good feel of, man, this team, everything's going their way today. And mm-hmm. when the Chiefs marched down got that touchdown, and then when the Ravens answered, when Lamar got out of that sack and then threw that bomb yeah. into the end zone, I thought, oh, maybe it's going to be Lamar's day. And then, just a little bit later... Mahomes had that crazy play on third down where he was able to get rid of the ball and Travis Kelsey laid out uh, with an unbelievable catch. And I'm like, is it going to be the Chiefs day? So it was back and forth there uh, until Chiefs defense did what they did. The only thing that I thought was that Kansas City 
and that's taken away again. I don't think they had their foot on the gas in the second half. Yeah. Was when they got the turnover on Lamar in the first half, and then again, Andy Reid has been kicking field goals like no other for over the final month, and they had that uh, fourth and short that they ended up not getting, and. Obviously, we're talking so much about Dan Campbell and the Lions not kicking field goals when we thought that they they would. I was surprised that Kansas City didn't there. But again, if you're Andy Reid, you're thinking, guess what? If I get this first down, we're going to take three more minutes off the clock, and that's what we're going to end up exactly. working. And and so that was kind of the only at the only thing that I thought really went wrong for Kansas City. And Danny's right. You know, the point about the Lamar touchdown. What I thought was, if that's how you're going to score. Like that, like now you're in for a tough day. Like if that's the only way that yeah. Lamar's going to have to pull a Houdini, you know, and then Zay Flowers is going to be wide open, which ended up happening later on in the third quarter when he was wide open for that big play. But yeah, they just weren't getting anything that seemed to be basic or scripted or anything. It I, all I, had to be off Lamar, on Lamar's shoulders and Zay Flowers' shoulders, for that matter. No doubt. I, I think uh, it's it's hard to lay that all on Zay, but there is a sense that if he scores that touchdown. I feel like the Ravens would have won. Yeah, Danny feels like the I don't know. I still feel like the Chiefs were were in control, but that right there was no, like, wow. Did, that that that's the that was a sign that me, this Rich, game is done. That felt like when your Niners tied it up twenty four to twenty four, and I've never heard Santa Clara that loud before. That like set off a bomb there in your stadium, and I feel like that's what the Flowers touchdown would have done in Baltimore. Yeah. I knew they were going to lose at that point. Yeah, that, we, that was. I think that's yeah. You know, that, that's that was what I would sense, say. Yeah. Now. Interestingly enough, like we said, the 49ers, Chiefs, it's how very difficult to predict how this game will go. Low scoring, high scoring, who will win, what teams show up, because we've seen so many versions of both of these teams throughout the year. The one thing I wonder is, is the the matchup when they start doing the whole, hey, the key to the game, it could be the Chiefs defense and does Kyle Shanahan have an agenda that's going to work? Or does the Chiefs defense stifle any Shanahan plan? Because right now, if you look at the last two months of the Chiefs season, other than that wild, uh, the divisional game against the Bills where the Bills put up 24, they've been holding for the last two months. The Bills, I'm sorry, the last two months, the Chiefs have been holding everyone under 20 points. Like, they're not giving up. The whole year, they haven't given up more than 27 to the Packers. No team's put up a 30 spot on Kansas City all year. So... We love to talk about Mahomes and Kelsey and, oh, the receivers, are they catching the ball again? That defense has, has not let a team score 30 points. The Niners have scored 30 points, I think, nine to ten games this year. Kansas City getting Chris Jones back, who they didn't have at the start of the year, was such a difference. Buffalo would have topped 30 if Chris Jones isn't pushing Deion Dawkins yep. into Josh Allen. So, so yeah. Ooh, so, it's going to be very interesting to see, and we have two whole weeks to talk about it. All right. We'll give it away a swing oh! tomorrow. We're going to play yes. some NFL Super Bowl trivia tomorrow. Special Super Bowl edition tomorrow. Your chance to get one of the brand new stainless steel CNR Swiggies. It's exciting. You know, I was I was thinking about where I was just talking to Rob Parker in the kitchen, and he agrees that that second half showed that either, like Dan Byer was saying, either the Chiefs sort of took their foot off the gas or there are ways to stop the Chiefs. And I think the obvious, the you know, the captain obvious thought is if Kyle Shanahan could find a way to score over 20 something, I think the Chiefs could be held. I, I don't think the Chiefs are putting up a 30 40 spot against the Niners. They just, I, yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, I think that's why, as you were have talked about through the show, that over under of where it is hovering 47. That's a 24 to 23 game, a 27 to 20 game around yeah. in that. That's that's that, that's what people are thinking. So we shall see. Um, now, something I, I did want to bring up, and by the way, I'm, I'm finally feeling like I could breathe again. Yesterday was stressful. Honestly, for a fan, make fun of me all you want. In fact, I enjoy it. Make fun of me, at Rich Davis. I, last last night, after that 49ers game, not only did I pop an edible to try to calm down, my wife's like, you should take a magnesium drink. I'm like, now, now I'm taking, like, calm down drinks. I, it was, like, the most stressful football Sunday in a long time, and I'm sure you feel the same way when your team's in the mix. So you should try breathing techniques. Yo, Lorena, you ain't kidding. <laughs> you should try a lot of things. I should try. There's a lot of things. a lot of things I Moose should try. Moose Fraba. Moose Fraba. <sighs> well, you should try enjoying the game as a fan rather than losing his mind. 
people that watch a game in a calm manner, I'm not the idiot throwing a TV off the wall or punch. I'm not punching sheetrock in my house. I'm not a maniac, but I will say my my pacing, my pedometer, I I guarantee Save that for the Cowboys fans. I probably yeah, I probably walked miles easily in my home in a circle yesterday. But I had a question for you guys, and it has to do with the Super Bowl. Not about the game, about the commercials. Could we all agree that unfortunately the novelty of the Super Bowl commercial each year is wearing off more and more because the whole thing now is, oh, they're leaked on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. And if that's the point, then why the urgency to watch them and pay for them during the Super Bowl? Am I am I crazy to say that traditionally it was game of the year, big artist at halftime. Oh, and you have to watch the commercials because it's going to be hilarious and star-studded and cool items and who's going to be the new spokesman of this or that. Do we agree that the leak Super Bowl ads is the weakest? I'm not a fan. And, and that's so why I, I try to avoid the spoiler alerters who will show the clips. I just won't because I want to watch it live on the Super Bowl. Dude, it's it's the weirdest thing. Like, I get it. It's like, you know how sometimes a sports reporter will have info and it's like, well, don't don't break the news of that person retiring. Let them announce their own retirement. And sometimes someone will jump the gun and it's in bad taste. Why why release a Super Bowl ad when people look forward to them? I wish I had the answer because I also feel like you're playing a game against other advertisers. Like you are trying to win the Super Bowl ad contest of having your Super Bowl be talked about on that next Monday of what was the best. And I feel like no if doubt. you're releasing it earlier then you're kind of not playing the game of the actual competition of who had the best ad. That okay, damn buyer with the points today. My goodness. No, but that's a great point. Honestly, what for the for the history of spot us doing our show and just in general when you were just in high school, college, anything. The next day, yo, what was the best Super Bowl commercial? What do you think? It was a talking point. It was something that we it's the only time ever where commercials are something we cared about. Right. I saw something the other day. I was like well, check this out. Jason Momoa with the cast of Scrubs. I'm like, you know when I want to see that? During the Super Bowl. <laughs> Don't show me now. Oh, did Second you see, quarter. Did you see the surprise where Snoop Dogg? No, it's not a surprise with Snoop Dogg if you're showing me now. When you're watching the game at home, that first break in the action, you know those are the people that spend the most money. So yeah. I would always be very cognizant of like, ooh, first commercial break. Ooh. These are the people that decided this is worth millions. Well, you know what I think is funny, Rich, and kind of ruined the commercials for me personally was at the end, because I, I used to not watch sports, right? I would only watch for the commercials. And yeah. then I was like, wow, you guys play these after the Super Bowl. What am I watching the Super Bowl for? Yeah, it used to be very special. You're right. They didn't necessarily even air in heavy rotation. No, but a- now they do. They're everywhere. Hmm. Man, do you think a company will bust into their uh, checkbook and pay some big money to that blonde girl who dates Travis Kelsey? Who to be who? in one of their Super Bowl commercials? No, the one with the red lips. Yeah, which one? But but you know what? Taylor Swift, dollar in the jar, yeah. did make it very clear though. It's twelve dollars for you. He today. did make it very clear. There is no halftime antics. Like if anyone thinks Taylor Swift is going to join Usher, that will, that wouldn't make sense anyway. But like I said before, Reba, Post Malone. Tiesto, Usher. Now, he may have other guests, but they've already shut it down. Like, don't don't think just because the Chiefs are there, all of a sudden Taylor Swift's going to pop on stage with Usher. Don't get your stupid hopes up. Yet she'll still have more airtime than Usher. <laughs> They'll show her dancing, Facts. probably. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, of course. An awards, oh, awards no. show. Doesn't she please, do that? Please. Oh, that's yeah, great. of course. There's going to be so many Taylor Swift prop bets as well. Oh, the prop bet scene? I got one that I'm begging for. Begging my lips to the sports God's ears. That the Chiefs lose and she cries on Is camera. there a Taylor Swift crying prop bet? <laughs> if so, I'm putting a thousand on it. There, there's <laughs> one for a proposal already out there. Oh. Will Travis Kelsey propose on the field? No, after please, Super Bowl no. 58. No, you know what? He should propose after they lose. It'll show it'll show if she's there through the good and bad. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the bachelor, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Arriba there, you baby. See you in the promise land. Goodbye. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.